This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Honey and by Babbel. This past week has certainly been a week. Longest week ever. Feels longer, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Donald Trump has been out of office for a year and a half. But somehow, the Trump presidential scandals just keep on coming. And this latest one is somehow maybe the biggest one yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Monday, it was revealed by Trump himself that his home in Florida, Mar-a-Lago, had been raided by, by the FBI. Uh, you know, you assume they... They came in, they, they broke all the windows with a battering ram, tear gas, Yeah, they bangs. swung in on ropes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they raided it, or they, they served a warrant there. They wa- they casually walked in. And uh, as Trump revealed, they, they even broke into his safe. Mm-hmm. Nothing is safe if even your safe is not safe. And immediately, Trump's biggest fans and sycophants lined up to proclaim that this country had become some sort of corrupt banana republic and that the FBI and other federal agencies should be abolished and subjected to Nuremberg-style trials to get to the bottom of this. And of course, it turned out that both the current head of the FBI and the judge who signed off on the warrant were both appointed by radical, Antifa, leftist, Joe Brute. Oh, oh, they were actually both Trump appointees. It did. Do be your own judges and head of the FBI sometimes. But but still, uh, this was the darkest day in American history. The day that jackbooted stormtroopers showed up to collect some boxes of documents at the former president's house. And sure, it's been known for some time that Trump brought home a bunch of documents that he was legally required to leave behind. And sure, the feds gave him multiple chances to hand over those documents over uh, or hand them over peacefully to avoid any embarrassment. Uh, But folks, if even the former president of the United States isn't safe from having to obey the law, then the rest of us lawbreakers are in deep shit. Yeah. Who hasn't stolen documents from the White House? Wow. People in glass houses should not be throwing stones. But I do love, I do love the weird, nonsensical narrative that, uh, you know, it works because the viewers aren't the smartest Mm -hmm. or are at least willing to accept any excuse. But that... um, why didn't Why didn't they just ask for the documents? They fucking did. Why didn't did. they just ask for the documents? They did. I would have just handed over the documents if you just asked for they it. They did. Yes, they did. First of all, multiple times. Yeah. Uh, you they came through. for some of them back in January, and then they were like, this isn't all of them. If, <laughs> we need the rest of them, please. If you look like Google search like month by month in uh, the past, I don't know, two years, yeah. and look like Trump documents, yeah. they, you can see a news article every month where the uh, the FBI or the DOJ is like, hey, by the way, uh, we, we're now getting to the point where we're going to subpoena these. Yeah. Uh, please don't destroy them. People are like, well, uh, if these documents are so important, why didn't they raid Mar-a-Lago earlier? And it's like, because it's unprecedented. They wanted to avoid as much as possible the optics and fallout of having to do such a thing. They yeah. would have, everyone involved would have much preferred to have resolved this peacefully and quietly. I do love that, like, even having the documents, Trump was like, you don't understand. I had a lock on them. The biggest lock you've ever seen. <laughs> it's in, yeah, it is so maddening having to uh, sit through conservative TV because I, yeah. I edited the last episode and I was, man, my, I have, my brain is infected now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all this talk of documents. I mean, how important could these documents be? It's just ink and paper. I mean... Uh, okay, well, according to the Washington Post, their sources say some of the documents were highly classified documents about nuclear weapons. So, okay, yeah, that sounds, sounds pretty bad. Especially, <laughs> uh, I forget which talking head thing it was on, but I remember it being like, 
Unless this is some kind of documentation yeah. about nuclear this weapons. It's all a big nothing burger, unless, of course, it has to do with nuclear weapons. But that would be ridiculous. And that type of uh, situation has happened multiple times this week, yeah. where the, the, the facts that come out immediately make a joke of whatever the hell the narrative just was. So, yeah, um, nuclear weapons documents, highly classified, top secret, just... It seems like something you wouldn't want just laying around in some Florida man's house. A house that random sketchy people come through routinely. Mm -hmm. uh, also, not really something that you accidentally misplace during a move. Like, ah, oh, geez, four years in this White House, I got papers all over the floor. Just let's grab just, everything. Let's just, let's just sweep all these up and toss them in a garbage bag. We'll figure it out later. They were important enough that he didn't flush them down the toilet. Yeah, true. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, it, it's especially considering how securely this sort of documentation is generally kept. It would, it would never have just been some shit that he's like, oh, I meant to grab the not secret documents, but I grabbed the top secret ones. No, instead. no, no. These said nuclear. They wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have been just lying around the White House anyway. Yeah. Uh, he had to acquire them somehow, and there's a lot of questions around that that we don't have the answers to. But intriguing. Yes. But hey. All this, the nuclear stuff, it's just innuendo. It's just anonymous sources that the, the Jeff Bozos Washington Post supposedly spoke to. Mm -hmm. Where's the warrant? Show us the goddamn warrant. Let's get to the bottom of this right fucking now. And this Show us the warrant. This was another thing. It's like, okay, well, uh, uh, you think this is so airtight? Show us the damn warrant. And yeah, well, on Friday, the Justice Department went ahead and disclosed further details on the kinds of documents that they recovered at Mar-a-Lago. And, well, let's just take a look. Here's Reuters. FBI agents who searched former President Donald Trump's Florida home this week removed 11 sets of classified documents, including some marked as top secret, the U.S. Justice Department said on Friday, while also disclosing that prosecutors had probable cause to believe Trump may have violated the Espionage Act. Sounds, oh. sounds bad. Yeah, that actually sounds, sounds pretty bad. The, weren't the last people that got prosecuted for that uh, literally executed? Hmm. The, uh, the Rosenbergs? Well, uh, anyway, let's look into more on that. Yeah, here's more from that Reuters. The Justice Department said in the warrant application approved by U.S. Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt that it had probable cause to believe that Trump may have violated the Espionage Act, a federal law that prohibits the possession or transmission of national defense information. The department also said it had concerns he may have broken several other statutes related to the mishandling of government records, including one that makes it a crime to try to hide or destroy government documents regardless of whether they are classified. FBI agents took more than 30 items, including more than 20 boxes, binders of photos, a handwritten note, and the executive grant of clemency for Trump's ally and longtime advisor, Roger Stone, <laughs> a list of items removed from the property showed. Also included in the list was information about the president of France. Yeah, I saw there was a couple things where I saw people like uh, showing it off and being like, well, this is intriguing. So we got, yeah, we noticed that our, uh, the White House blackmail library has missing one very key file. <laughs> it's got some very sensitive information on there. And <laughs> Trump's like, hey, Mohammed bin Salman, get this. He married his teacher. Yeah. You can hold that over him for you, whatever the hell you want. Pretty wild, huh? Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you also see, speaking of that, the judge who signed off on this, did you see the clip from Fox where they aired they aired literal Photoshop, fake news yeah literal fake news a photoshop where they put the judge who signed off on the warrant they put his head on Jeffrey Epstein's he's body he's holding like Oreos or something yeah uh, with, with just uh, Lane Maxwell just like with her yeah, boobs out next one, to her on the one plane one of the more infamous uh, Epstein Maxwell pictures where like she's giving him a foot massage on his private plane it's fucking weird shit but yeah they, they put that judge Judge Bruce Reinhold or whatever Judge Reinhold uh, they put him <laughs> over uh, 
Jeffrey Epstein, and they just presented that photo as if it was a real picture. Yeah. And then, like... Um, I tweeted that, though, hey, we're sorry. Yeah, later, they're like, uh, I mean, obviously, anyone who was watching this would have known that this was a meme, but just yeah, they said clear, it was a joke. Instead of, like, just being like, oh, we got it from a source we didn't, uh, like, verify or anything, yeah. they, they said that they were actually making a joke about the judge who signed off on the warrant for the FBI searching yeah. a former president's home. It, it was a joke that just they put him on joke in there. Jeffrey Epstein's fucking body. On, yeah. a, on a private jet. And I guess this judge, I, I don't even fucking know. He does have some involvement with Epstein, not like flight logs involvement. But uh, yeah, once again, it's just like Republicans are like, well, Epstein didn't kill himself. What are we going to do about the people uh, on the Epstein flight logs? It's like fucking Donald Trump was like <laughs> best buds with this guy. Like, how are you able to have this sort of cognitive dissonance about Jeffrey Epstein? Well, it's intentional. I know, but it, it's maddening. Yes, it is. Uh, now, some other interesting details from the Warren include the fact that one of the rooms searched at Mar-a-Lago was a room called the 45 office, which we're just going to imagine is designed to look exactly like the Oval Office because that would be very funny. Yeah, I love that. In my head canon, he has a, a perfectly one-to-one replica Oval Office in Mar-a-Lago that, that he plays around on. That was like a conspiracy towards the end of the presidency that they were going to have to do that in order to, like, maintain his, uh, like, to suppress his rage. Yeah. Is make him think that he's actually still president. Just hire, like, actors to play. Yeah, that's fine. Did your wedding ring just fall off? I've been, I was tussling with it. Okay. The, uh, talking about the Fox News replays in my head have been, well, making me very angry. Uh, yeah, so they also revealed that the documents included four sets of top secret documents, three sets of secret documents, and three sets of confidential documents. And for perspective on this, the top secret is the absolute highest level of government classification. Now, Trump is being investigated for three separate crimes here. Uh, the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and a law against federal employees who willfully and unlawfully conceal, remove, mutilate, obliterate, falsify, or destroy public records. Now, there's nothing in the warrant specifically about top-secret nuclear documents, and Trump, of course, uh, vociferously denies it and calls it a hoax, but it's also probably not something the DOJ would want acknowledged, specifically considering how sensitive that kind of documentation would be. Yeah, like, the fa- look, there was top-secret stuff there. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't need to go into any more detail about it because it is top secret. And uh, when it's top secret, you don't even, can't even really acknowledge what it even relates to because it's top secret. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, unless the... Well, in- Trump admitted it because in one of his things about Obama... We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, unless the entire U.S. Department of Justice is just flat out lying about the boxes and boxes of files that they seized at Mar-a-Lago, uh, which seems extremely unlikely... Uh, I don't know. This seems pretty clear cut and indefensible. You can argue all day about how a former president should be penalized for it or if they should be penalized at all. And that argument is, of course, making the rounds. It'll be, you know, when you're the president, you can't commit crimes because anything you do as president is legal. Yes. But taking top secret government documents home with you without permission, it's just not something that the government is going to let slide. Especially after you're out of office. And especially if those documents are detrimental to the yeah. national security of it's, the country. It's a, a just a huge liability having anything important down at fucking Mar-a-Lago. Yes. And yeah, Trump's allies seem to understand that these are serious charges being levied against him that seem pretty airtight. Uh, because their objections to this whole like raid situation very conveniently ignore the actual reason for the raid. And focus entirely on just how unfair they're favorite president is being treated. How how undignified it is to have the FBI come and rifle through your things with their grubby little fingers. 
Uh, it, yeah, so the term whataboutism, it gets thrown around so much these days that it's obviously lost all meaning, like a lot of other terms. But Trump himself released the following banger statement on Friday. This is what I was referring to a second ago. President Barack Hussein Obama. You know he's fucking yeah. desperate. If Back he, at yeah. Where is that birth certificate? Uh, he kept 33 million pages of documents. <laughs> Much of them classified. How many of them pertain to nuclear? Where it is, lots. <laughs> Where it is, lots. Uh, amazing, 10 out of 10. Also, total bullshit, unless Trump decided to hold on to this very scandalous little secret until a full year and a half after leaving office, just so he could pull it out as a gotcha on the off chance that he himself was accused of keeping classified nuclear documents. Also, immediately refuted by the National Archives. Yeah, he's like, just, I, I guess he's referring to documents from the Obama Presidential Library, uh, which weren't top secret and were being kept securely through the Presidential Library system. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, he's not telling the truth. <laughs> Obama did not uh, take a bunch, 33 million pages of nuclear secrets with him after he left office. Mm-hmm. Or this same thing would have happened to him. Yeah, and uh, also very Trump convenient Trump would have that, made sure of that. Yeah, literally, the, the man was in power for four years. Yeah. You would think if this was uh, a even a, a shred of a priority for him, yeah. considering how much he fucking hated Barack Hussein yeah, Obama. Yeah, right. Never forget. This would have been right up front in his uh, task yeah. of things to do. Yeah, but yeah, I mean... Damn right. He brings, a, he brings up a great point. Now I do trust Trump, because if he can sit on this for so long, wow. why... You know, maybe they were safe. Very tight lipped, that Trump. And he really did have the biggest lock. Got a real poker face. <laughs> Anyways, in the wake of the uh, Mar a Lago raid, uh, conservative pundits and elected officials immediately started openly talking about dismantling the DOJ and charging its members with treason and whatnot. And talk of war and revolution was on heavy rotation in riled up online conservative circles. Uh, more level headed commentators cautioned that all of this kind of talk was uh, going to get someone fucking killed which was treated as overly alarmist. But, uh, again, just like a day later, on Thursday, some ding-dong went ahead and tried attacking an FBI field office in Ohio with a gun. Actually, technically two guns. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it did not go well for him at all, though, as you might imagine, one man versus an entire FBI office. But still pretty scary stuff. Yeah, and what went down is that on Thursday morning, a guy named Ricky Schiffer... Richard Schiffer. Dick Shitter. Dick Shitter. Okay, we're going to call him Dick Shitter, okay? Uh, Showed up at the FBI field office in Kenwood, Ohio, and apparently tried to use a nail gun to break through the bulletproof glass to get inside. But that didn't work. So then he fired some nails at some FBI personnel. (laughs) Pocket sand. Waved an assault rifle 15 around before fleeing in his vehicle and leading law enforcement on a chase during which he exchanged gunfire with his pursuers. Eventually, he ended up at a cornfield in a six-hour standoff with police, ironically, at the same time that the Field of Dreams was being played in a cornfield just wow. hours away. And now he's one of those ghosts that yes. comes out at the end. You want to have a catch? We got Shoeless Joe Jackson, Babe Ruth. Who the fuck is that guy? Why, that's Dick Shutter! <laughs> <laughs> he had the wildest wind-up you'd ever seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the police tried to negotiate with him, but he refused to surrender. Um, he wanted to be a martyr for Donald Trump, and Dick Shitter got his wish. Uh, Eventually, they went in to apprehend him, and when he raised his gun at them, they shot him dead. Uh, So, yeah. This did not go well for the late Dick Shitter, whose plan wasn't exactly airtight. Uh, I guess it is technically possible to shatter bulletproof glass or crack it with a nail gun, but he didn't do it correctly, so... Yeah, this is also uh, like... His plan fell apart uh, at step one. Like... (laughs) Yeah, this is, it's honestly sad. All of this is really sad. Yeah. It's just like, 
the, these people are brain poisoned. Imagine giving your life for Donald J. Trump. Uh, a, a man who perceives himself to be a billionaire who had his literal fucking compound resort raided in, in Palm Beach, raided. Florida. Raided. And, and you're a guy like just in Ohio that's like, it is now my duty. Yeah. And this guy's been off the rails for a while. He's been he's been posting truths on Truth Social. Oh, yeah. He's a prolific truther. And he's, he's one of many. That's yeah. the scary part. Yeah. And they... The tree has been shaken recently uh, this week, and there are some legitimately unsettling videos out there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Twitter user JarJarFan69 summed this all up nicely with the uh, the Breaking Bad Mike Ehrmantraut meme format. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to take a nail gun down to the FBI office in Cincinnati, Ohio. You will not shatter the bulletproof glass because you have a nail gun. Then the cops are going to kill you, and people will laugh at you because your name is Dick Shitter. Pretty much how it all went down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, despite this being such a pathetic display, though, it's still scary because what if someone who isn't a complete fucking moron tries something similar? Yeah. That. Look, we learned pretty quickly that these people are serious. January sixth happened. They're uh, willing multiple to risk domestic it all. terrorist things hap- have happened. Yeah. Uh, they're embracing the term just fucking last weekend before all this happened, as we reported on Monday. They embraced the term domestic terrorist at CPAC that Donald Trump gave a fucking speech at. A lot has happened this week. And it all is like shocking, not shocking. Yeah. But I I don't know. Look, this Dick Shitter fellow, uh, generally with this kind of violence, there's some room for plausible deniability about the attacker's motives. But like we said, not this guy. He literally live tweeted or live truthed. (laughs) <laughs> Part of his standoff with law enforcement on Trump's social network, Truth Social, saying, well, I thought I had a way through bulletproof glass, and I didn't. If you don't hear from me, it is true I tried attacking the FBI. And it'll mean either I was taken off the internet, the FBI got me, or they sent the regular cops while... And it's not clear whether that was supposed to continue in a threat or not, but that is Dick Shitter's final truth post. And this isn't someone seeing his name... In the in the news, no, and then creating an account and doing something. He had a whole history. It's gone back for a while. Yeah, but you know, there are many, many, many more posts where that came from. They're all gone now because, uh, of course, they are. But uh, here's Washington. But no, Post. this is the free speech platform. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, here's Washington Post. The Schiffer account appeared to be one of Truth Social's most prolific posters, writing 374 messages there in the past eight days mostly to echo Trump's false claims about election fraud and, in the hours after FBI agents searched Trump's Florida home, call for all-out war. Be ready to kill the enemy, Schiffer had posted on Tuesday. Kill the FBI on sight. A review of the Schiffer account's truth social activity showed he had posted dozens of times a day to the site, replying to pro-Trump influencers, attacking the government, and suggesting violence was the most important way true Trump believers could defend the former president. Similar messages are common on the site, including from Trump himself. In May, Trump reposted, or in truth social terminology, retruthed, a message from another user that read, Civil War. But Schiffer's truth social account, which had 23 followers, showed him not just voicing anger, but also calling for direct action to bring on armed conflict, urging Trump followers to stock up on bullets and have your heart, mind, and body ready to jump into civil war. At this point, if it wasn't set up as a honeypot, it is. Yeah, uh... And especially after this, like the FBI, like there's no way they can continue doing the thing they've been doing for the last 20 years and being like, no, uh, radical Islamic terrorism. That's the thing we need to 
hunt for even when we can't find it. When like, you know, they got their work cut out for them here with all these fucking psychos. Yeah. Yeah. Old men posting their L's constantly on Truth Social. Yeah. But uh, their article continues. On August 5th, he posted, This country has never had a worse enemy. 1776 was for far less. Even World War II was for less. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, this person is not mentally well. (laughs) Um, That day, he also wrote, Save ammunition and be ready and willing to hit the road as soon as you hear it has started. Someone who wanted to be a hero could not have lived in a better time period. Oh, that's scary. The post was liked 24 times. That's a good engagement. 24 followers, wow, 24 yeah. likes. Yeah. Uh, Schiffer's post appeared to regard the Mar-a-Lago search as a triggering event. He's triggered. On August 8th, the day of the search, he posted, People, this is it. This is your call to arms from me. Leave work tomorrow as soon as the gun shop opens. Get whatever you need to be ready for combat. We must not tolerate this one. On August 9th, he posted that patriots are heading to Palm Beach. And if the feds try to break it up, kill them. Damn straight insurrection against the people who usurped our government, he wrote in a separate post that day. I hope to see you there. I won't be unarmed this time. You know, our, our uh, forefathers, this coming? they stormed the beaches of Normandy, and this dick shitter stormed the beaches of Palm Beach County, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And presumably in a, a uh, ugly boat with gigantic Trump flags hanging off the back of it. I mean, this guy obviously didn't get into Florida, but there was plenty of that. Yeah. I'm sure I'd love to see his truck. I'm sure it's got some really cool stickers. Maybe even a rap job. Hillary for jail. Yeah. 2014 or 2016. This is like, that is the funniest, the most ironic, the we're living in a simulation aspect of this, is that this is literally the Hillary's emails thing, just in reverse. And, and, like, and for real this time. And, and actually, <laughs> like, arguably, you know, almost definitely worse. Yeah. Like, what Hillary was accused of was bad. Like, she was using a private email server instead of the state department one and so a lot not of really, a uh, lot of secure, secure, secure yeah. Yeah, supposedly secure communications were were not secure but there's no i haven't heard that she had top secret documents stored on her home server yeah uh, and, <laughs> and trump fucking you know 6 years later literally has top secret documents yeah it wasn't in even his house it wasn't even like you think of projection in the past tense uh like projecting to cover up things that you did already. Yeah. But it was like, oh, I've got this covered. I've already got, I'm going to go commit those crimes yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to come down really hard on this person for this specific reason that I'm going to do like I would basically like the idiot. same thing. If way. I did the same thing I was accusing someone else of. Yeah. Anyway, just funny. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so look, it's not paranoid to think there are probably plenty more dick shitters out there mm-hmm. who are similarly riled up and armed. And that is scary. We are living in some definitely strange and unprecedented times and uh, aside from all the potential violence that's going to rise out of this it's anyone's guess how this whole thing really pans out politically uh trump is still considered the republican front runner for 2024 and we honestly couldn't even guess how this affects his chances uh based on the reaction from people who have in some cases gone against the grain when it comes to trump in the gop based on their reactions everyone has been lockstep in support of him through this. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, average people. Like, anyone who wasn't part of the... Like, obviously, the MAGA people, people are like, oh, be careful, this is going to rile up the base. Like, these MAGA people were already riled up. Like, there's these people are, are literally going down with the ship on the Trump side, but the, like, 35% of the middle of the country that, like, isn't super engaged in this shit uh, and isn't, like, in a death cult. Like, it, it, those are the people that determine how elections go. The most I could see happening is, like, maybe some people staying home that would have voted 
Republican, but it seems to me that a lot of, uh, I mean, I, I know having grown up in it, that, uh, the one reaction that would be somewhat believable is I, you know, they wag their fingers and be like, well, yeah, this sucks, but come election day, like they would shit or get off the pot. They're going to vote conservative. Uh, yeah. It is funny to think that he's going to run on a platform of pardoning himself. <laughs> Something he, he openly talked about doing, uh, during his term. And now he might have the chance to actually do it. This is all, it's all very scary because as I've seen pointed out, it's like, you know, hey, welcome to the resistance, uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene that wants to get rid of government law enforcement or whatever. And it's like, no, they want to get rid of them to replace them with literal fascism. Yeah, they want their own SS and SA. That is what the replacement will be. They're they're not uh, coming over to anyone's side or being like, hey, maybe we should pay more attention to how... Uh, government overreach or yes. uh, excessive law enforcement is no they're like we, we we would take this down and replace it with ours yeah yeah and that has been kind of the conservative project for the last couple decades but yeah. definitely kicked into overdrive with this but yeah the trump base obviously so energized by this they're probably you know cashing those paychecks and sending every last penny to donald trump a man who certainly needs the money but uh, I mean, yeah, that, he's fundraising. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Trump base was super energized in 2020 and 2016. And in 2020, enough other people in this country were so sick of his shit that they elected Joe fucking Biden, of all people, to replace him while not even really liking Joe Biden at all. Joe Biden's main appeal continues to seem to just be that he fucking he sucks. But hey, at least he's not Trump. Yeah. And, It'll be interesting to see if that carries over into the 2024 election, assuming Biden runs again, which he should not. He should not, and I don't think he will. But it is also funny that the best week, completely separate yeah. of any Trump thing, the best, most He's successful week. He's actually passing, week, like, decent legislation by, like, U.S. legislative standards, which is a low bar. But it's like, oh, there's, like, okay, like, some actual decent policy in here to actually prepare America for the future instead of, like, the usual bullshit. It's been a banger week for him. Yeah. All, and, and this isn't, so, like, necessarily something that he was directly involved in at all. No, it's not even connected. Yeah, it's just, it's like, so, and the synchronicity of it is fucking he's wild. He's passing the Inflation Reduction Act while this is happening. It passed <laughs> on Friday when we filmed this. It's like a fucking Godfather montage of, like, Joe Biden and, like, the, the Congress passing this and then the FBI raiding Trump's Mar-a-Lago in slow motion the, and this dude getting, like, fucking murked out in a cornfield in slow motion. You thought there was a lot of shit going on in Doctor Strange's multiverse? There's yeah. The timelines here have split off in 17 multiverse different directions. Multiverse of MAGA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sturgis is this weekend. Oh, the biggest fuck. Trump oh. rally in the country. I, mm, that is not a place I would want to be right now. My dad is there Ten- right now. Tensions are high down at Sturgis. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, speaking of Joe Biden or Dark Brandon, as he's uh, embraced now, apparently. Yeah. Uh, we might as well pivot into discussing that new nickname, Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon. Look. I love it. I think it's lame in a lot of cases. It depends on the usage and the context, like all good memes. It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, a Pepe in one person's hands is different from the same Pepe in someone else's hands. So much work has been done with Dark Brandon turning into a positive thing over the past two weeks that it is it is when I actually see Let's Go Brandon flags now or hearing the chant like it is almost like we have come over the, uh, the, the we've come around to where they're ironically supporting this because he's embracing it. Yeah, I don't know. There's uh, several layers of irony to this. Yeah, but over the past (laughs) couple of months, you may have noticed the rise of a new meme involving Joe Biden with glowing eyes, sometimes photoshopped, sometimes drawn in a vaguely anime style with text like, no malarkey, or it's over, Jack. 
this is especially confusing because these memes have aesthetics similar to a lot of right-wing Trump memes, and they seem to be pro-Biden. But again, basically no one really loves Joe Biden, especially enough to meme him into some sort of Trump-esque god-emperor figure. So what exactly is going on here? Well, the simple answer is that Dark Brandon takes two right-wing sort of memes and subverts them. Uh, first is the fuck Joe Biden chant at a NASCAR event that a reporter mistakenly heard as Let's Go Brandon, which then became a rallying cry for people who wanted to shout fuck Joe Biden and I guess totally still could have, but now they're not. And it has lasted excruciating long, excruciatingly long as a meme. I don't understand it. It's, it's like if liberals were still referencing Trump's Kofifi typo on a daily basis a full year later. It's because you can't say fuck Joe Biden in church. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm telling you, I got boots on the ground in this lifestyle. Yeah. I, have, I have extended family. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, but second is the, this whole aesthetic with the glowing eyes and the kind of vaporwave elements and vaguely kind of occult imagery. Um, that's all Trump stuff. So Dark Braddon takes both of those things and then uses them in a very pro-Biden way. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe not, exactly. I mean, <laughs> a lot of Dark Brandon posts, at least up until recently, seem to be more of a joke among far leftists to ironically depict a centrist president that they share no ideological crossover with as cooler than he actually is. <laughs> Especially when he inadvertently does stuff that leftists actually kind of like. But uh, Dark Brandon also has uh, increasingly been used by people who genuinely like Boo. Joe Biden <laughs> and want to celebrate his policy wins. And he surprisingly recently has had quite a few, as we said. A couple. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there's also, in the context of the Mar-a-Lago raid, a lot of Dark Brandon usage by people who don't actually believe that Biden is personally directing his government to prosecute and persecute Trump and his supporters, but enjoy that Trump and his supporters do believe that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they. This is what they believe. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna embrace that. And yeah. it's funny to think that Joe Biden is as evil and cunning and capable of that because he's absolutely not. Oh, there's he's a slobbering old man. There's who can't uh, even put on his jacket. Did you see him trying to put on his fucking jacket. He can't put on his jacket. Uh, and then he finally got it on, and his sunglasses fell on the runway. He tried slowly, went down and picked it up. Like the man's in pretty good shape for a guy his age, but like he's he's old, and it shows. Yeah. Well. Whatever. He, uh, have you seen the Dark Garland and uh, Dark AOC memes, too? Because they're making the rounds now, too. No. Um, but, Enough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it works for Brandon. Yeah. It works it for works Joe Biden. It works for him because, because he's so old and harmless, the contrast. Too. Yeah. yeah, he's just the most, like, innocuous, centrist, like, just standard American Democrat politician. Nothing more to him. He's old as shit, can barely remember anything. He's not some fucking Emperor Palpatine figure. Yeah. And so rendering him in that way is funny because it's so untrue. Yeah, it was very funny and cool until the actual like people who worked at the White House started tweeting it out. Yeah. That's so, that's when the meme has died. That's like that's like the Ellen moment. Yeah, Ellen comes out with laser eyes. Yeah. Hey, what's up? It's Dark Ellen. <laughs> Fuck off. Go get me a coffee, bitch. Because that's how she is. Uh, yeah, she's a bad boss. But anyways, yeah, so the whole thing's complicated, as most memes are, and uh, it's all heavily dependent on context. Uh, it also hit peak usage in the past week or so and will probably now die out, as most memes tend to do, unless he embraces it and keeps doing, like, decent policy uh, measures. Just putting out, like, 2024 re-election ads with, like, vaporwave music. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, Joe! No! <laughs> Pokemon, go to the polls! Ugh. But yeah, one interesting aspect of it is the hand-drawn dark branded images, they aren't the work of talented memesters. They're the work of a Chinese artist who posted the images to Weibo, and it's hard to know for sure, 
But the original intention seems to have been to paint Joe Biden as evil and devilish. Not in a cool way. Yeah, very anti-Biden. <laughs> but the artist failed at that because uh, this is the coolest that Joe Biden has ever or will ever look. Yeah. Uh, anyways, a lot of these memes, they are very funny, but it's gone mainstream now. Um, it does have us a little bit worried. Uh, Twitch streamer Mike from PA sums it up with, My worry is that the dark Brandon memes will create a Morbius effect where it leads Biden and his campaign to think he's more popular than he actually is, motivating him to run again in 2024 when he absolutely should not. That's a valid concern. Yes, it is. Whoever's behind the fan fiction needs to make it so he's like, and then dark Brandon went on his bravest quest ever. Retirement. The quest of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> And then Dark Brandon, knowing that he was 900 years old, uh, finally passed the throne on to someone younger and more vigorous than he. Yes. And also jailed Kamala Harris on his way out. Yeah. <laughs> just, now, just for fun. Just throw, you know, throw these MAGA people a bone. They, they keep losing. Let's give them a win. Throw Kamala Harris in jail. Proof that, like, some of this is at least, like, accurate is that they've done Dark Brandon, Dark Garland. There, a lot of ancillary characters... No dark Kamala Harris. Even the memesters well, fucking hate her. Even the term dark Kamala Harris, uh, just right off the bat, prob bit problematic. Yeah, I guess. If you're if completely out of context, sure. <laughs> Excuse <I guess>. me? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, but man. But yeah, she, uh, although Kamala Harris has more intense fans than Joe Biden will ever have, and they're called K-Hive, and they are terrifying. Just the most brain-damaged fucking people on the internet. There's probably only like a hundred or so of them in the entire country, but they tweet like a fucking army and they will they will get you fired from your fucking job just for having doing a little snark on the Internet. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Like of all it's like with Trump. It's like imagine just laying down your life for Donald Trump of all people. The K-Hive. It's like imagine dedicating your online existence to Kamala Harris of all fucking people. We did it. Jim. It's fucking wild. We did it. We did it, Joe. Yeah, but uh, before we move into the headlines half of the show, because I know the front half has just been... I mean, there's a lot to talk I about. I miss when this was a gaming channel. We I, at, at one point, I was like, we should just start live streaming right now. Yeah. There's so much happening that, like, shit. If my mom wasn't in town, maybe. But, like, yeah, uh, we have to get to the headlines. You have a weekend to get away from the computer and the news, so we'll get through it. Here's uh, our sponsorships for today. Uh, Honey is, of course, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or your computer. We all shop online. We've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You'll wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Yeah, you got that. I got that monocular. The moon was huge last night. So the honey monocular, I aimed at straight at the moon. You could see all the little ridges and uh, craters in it. It was wild. Beautiful. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I, meanwhile, I'm, I'm still racking up all that honey gold, waiting to cash it in. Yeah. And it gets something real nice. <laughs> but honey doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone, too. Just activate it on Safari, on your phone, and save on the go. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. We would never recommend something we don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash weird. That is joinhoney.com slash weird. This episode is also sponsored by Babbel. I mean, we've all or we've both traveled a lot of places. And while it's nice that so many people around the world speak English, uh, after a while, you start to feel like a bit of a jerk for not learning more of the local language before you got there. Uh, 
For all your summer travels, whether you're going abroad or you're staying domestic and you want to just immerse yourself in the culture, now is the perfect time to start Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there's still time to learn a new language before you reach your destination. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, having tested out Babbel's Spanish lessons myself, it's not just word and phrases. Uh, you're, you're not just, it's not just a thesaurus. You are actually learning how to have actual conversations. And with Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accento. Uh, there are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com weird. That is babbel.com weird for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. B-A-B-B-E-L. Yeah. And now, time for the headlines half of the show, where the, the headline of the news article pretty much sums it up does half the job for us. <laughs> and uh, here's one, this little update to our top story last week, which we were like, oh. How could this how get could, any crazier? <laughs> I, I don't know how next week's going to top any of this. Uh, here you go. Alex Jones's wife said she is unaware and upset her husband sent a nude photo of her to Roger Stone. There's a lot of stuff in that, what, like 100 gigabytes of, uh, or hundreds of gigabytes of data that Alex Jones's lawyer accidentally sent to the plaintiffs. And uh, mm. yeah, I guess... I guess at one point Alex Jones was sending nude photos of his wife to uh, Roger Stone and someone at Insider actually reached out to her thinking, like, I, well, I don't know, maybe this is like a thing. Maybe she likes maybe guys she's in it. top hats. And she's like, I mean, it was probably like a, hey, look at how hot my wife is. But no, he did not tell me. And I'm, I'm a little upset by this, but also I got a lot going on. Otherwise, this is the least of my worries right now. Yeah. And she's right about that. Yeah. And also I, I just like realized at the time, like <laughs> one week ago, it was like the January 6th committee was like, oh, okay, you know, we just got some new evidence here, an entire phone, we're going to have to take a little while to ingest this. And it's like, their heads must be spinning from this week. Yeah. Get to work, politicians. Earn that salary. It's get, they're, they're, the craziest thing, which we didn't even cover this week, but it was insane to see. It doesn't really have any effect on anything else now that the rest of the week has played out. But at the beginning of the week, a fucking Liz Cheney like got her dad to record a message to the entire conservative party yeah. about Trump. Just being like, look at me. I'm a fucking war criminal who shot my friend <laughs> in the face. And I think this guy sucks. Yeah, I don't know how much that's going to work. I don't think it will. I mean, these same people like 20 years ago loved Dick Cheney. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, yeah, he's a warmonger or whatever. I love the presidents who don't do wars like Trump, who mm -hmm. would have loved an opportunity for a war. Did you see the uh, Bolton interview? Uh, no. Oh, but God. I know that they want... Uh, the he was on, like, Newsmax or something, and the guy was screaming at him, and he's like... He... he John Bolton would not admit to this... I think it was Newsmax guy that uh, the world was safer under Trump. He was like, Trump had no idea what he was doing. He was instigating multiple fronts. To hear that from John Bolton, who, if you aren't aware, is, like, the architect, one of many architects of, like, the Iraq war, but like a broader architect of uh, George W. Bush's like entire foreign policy, like literally a warmonger's warmonger. Hearing him say that, <laughs> that uh, 
the know, world the is world safer was... under jo- uh, uh, Joe Brandon. Yeah, uh, he, that's fucking wild. This is a guy who admitted to doing coups like a month ago. Yeah, he's like, no, trust me, I know a thing or two about coups. I, I used to do them all the time. I was really fucking good at it. So when you have John Bolton and Dick Cheney uh, pleading with, with with any sense of like yeah. normalcy, to no be one like, else cares though, because those guys they're part of the deep state. They are. Uh, you know, when they, when they do the warmongering and stuff, it's got this sinister evil thing. When Trump does it, it's just a, it's just like any one of us doing a little bit of uh, diplomacy. Yeah. You know, it's like, how is he supposed to know how to do a coup? He's been a, he's been in business this whole. Life. Yeah, the clandestine nature of it makes it more evil. So yeah. you know, Trump doing it out in the open. So the difference, see, those guys are bad because they were good at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> good at being evil. That's what's scary about Trump was just kind of bungling around with the evil, and that's why you got to kind of hand it to him. And that's what's so scary about Ron DeSantis because he's smart Trump. Uh, yeah, I mean he did go to fucking like Harvard, right? All these dudes Which, are are actually all, smart. They're all little uh, dainty uh, fingered uh, Harvard uh, Ivy League boys who paint them. They put on a cowboy hat and an American flag yes. pin, and, and now they're one of us. But what I'm saying is the scary part about that is Ted Cruz is a smart guy who plays an idiot yeah. to get what he wants and mold his constituency into a way that he can manipulate them. Yeah. This is all on purpose. It's yeah. Bo- Boris Johnson times 10. Anyways, let's move on to the next headline. FTC fines Lions Not Sheep, a far-right apparel company, more than $200,000 for replacing made-in-China tags with made-in-USA tag on their products. <laughs> They would like rip it out and restitch it. <laughs> yeah, and proudly then, made in. The- I had never seen any of these clothes. I, I don't think I move in the types of crowds that wear it, but it, it's all. It's like they got Let's Go Brandon shirts. They've got like fake like biker jacket designs. Or like I'm a sheep, or, or I'm I'm a I'm a wolf. Are you a sheep? Like all that kind of. It's all the like tough guy conservative shit. My pronouns are gun. And bullet. Kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the the thing about this is like it's another thing back to Trump where it's like Trump left the tags on. Yeah. Like he didn't give a shit. He's not hiding it. He'll, yeah, he'll yeah these and, are made in China. He'll go and do a speech about how terrible China is and like, you know, we used to make things in this country. And then you go to his merch table and all this shit is fucking made in a Chinese factory. But he didn't hide it. But like he's not hiding it because he knows these fucking idiots don't care. Like what no. are they going to do? They, they're really good at cognitive dissonance. They'll sort it out themselves. I bet the argument here, too, is it's going to be like like it, a lot of things are done like this where you see it online. It'll say assembled in the USA. Yeah. It's like, oh, you've gotten every part from China and you put together half the product before you shipped it. Like the thing is, like they could have just torn out those tags and not replaced them with anything. But yeah. I, the fact that they replaced them with made in the USA makes it a FTC violation. Like they could have just hidden it and left it, you know. Yeah, because it's referring to the shirt. I mean, they could probably do the printing here, you know, but it's referring to the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. OnlyFans bribed Meta to put thousands of porn stars on terror watch list suit claims. (laughs) This is wild. Uh, I don't know how, like, it's a lawsuit. I don't know how much truth there is to it, but these people claim that OnlyFans basically bribed a bunch of, like, Facebook higher-ups to put a bunch of... Uh, porn stars who were using OnlyFans' competitor site onto Facebook's, like, internal terror watchlist database to basically get them, like, scrubbed and shadow banned from Facebook's entire well, and ecosystem. That, that would spill over into Instagram. Yeah. Like, which is a huge well, social media also, platform. it's also, like, I guess these lists get shared by a lot of things. So it just made these these women's lives hell. Like, yeah. They couldn't use, like, anything online. Um, which is, uh, that's a hell of a, hell of a claim. That's an, it's, uh, a, it's another thing this week where it's like, 
And then all the Facebook things happened this week yeah. where it's like they leaked conversations to police. They put OnlyFans, uh, potentially put OnlyFans uh, models on terror watch lists. Yeah, like, I mean, this is insane, but its I, I believe it's totally possible. Sure, fucking, why not? Uh, writers are getting fatwa in the neck in New York. Like, what is going on? Yeah, that shit's, uh, yeah. Uh, former White House physician rep Ronnie Jackson pledges to never eat a whole plate of dog penis again. This is the guy who said he loved looking at Trump's hot body, right? Yeah, this was the the doctor. He got appointed under Obama, and then in, during Trump's term, he lost his job because it came out he was just passing out pills like candy. They called him Doctor Feelgood, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is like pretty cool, but not maybe not for that job. No, um, I mean clearly Biden's found his own Doctor Feelgood to get him pepped up whenever he starts drooping. So uh, name's Coach. I'm telling you, yeah. it's, it's a salt, Coach. Smelling uh, salts. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Ronnie Jackson, obviously, he he pivoted, pivoted like the best of them. He was like, before Trump, he was just seen as like a pretty sensible doctor slash soldier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once he got canceled for uh, <laughs> illegally handing out pills to whoever wanted them, became like a MAGA Republican representative, um, loves making TikTok videos of him holding his guns and talking about his cold, dead hands and whatnot. But uh, yeah, he said on some podcasts. They're like, what would your what would your like last your desert island meal be? And they're like, I'll tell you what it wouldn't be, whole plate of dog penis because I'll never eat that again. <laughs> like, wait, what? Again? What do you mean? Like, ah, oh, you know, I we used to go on a lot of trips. I'd go wherever the president would go, and uh, we stopped in South Korea, and I, you know, I ate a plate of dog penis. And it's not actually dog penis. It's those. Uh, I think we talked about them. They're like those sea creatures that look like dicks. Anyway, they, I they, wouldn't want to eat either one. Locally, they I guess they call them dog penis, even though they're not. Oh, actually to make dog it seem penis. more uh, tantalizing. Like, well, yeah, it looks like a dog dick. Mmm, scrumptious. Not actually dog dick, but we call it that. Compared to what, what it actually like. is, you're gonna yeah. wish it was dog dick. But uh, yeah, what a what an interesting thing to just freely admit. <laughs> Offered up. Fool me once, shame on you. Feed me dog dicks on a plate twice, shame on me. He's at, he's actually getting ahead of like potential charges here. He's like. Don't feed me dog penis. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't like dog penis. <laughs> I would never eat it again. <laughs> Man arrested for stealing excavator, digging up ground outside Salt Lake City grocery store. Hmm. I mean, that's kind of a cool, cool crime. crime. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Everyone, uh, men love to dig. I, when I was a kid, I don't think I was especially as fixated on like uh, construction equipment as a lot of kids are. I mean, I'm sure I was... Who doesn't like them? But like a lot of kids get like super fucking into them. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I was. But as an adult now, when I see construction going down, and especially when I see someone operating heavy equipment, I'm fascinated by it. The hydraulics, everything about it is so fucking cool. Uh, what? They, my, <laughs> my favorite day since childhood, garbage day. I love watching the garbage truck. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just it, picks it up and sticks it up. I wish, because LA has the one where they just flip it over the top. Yeah. The, when I grew up, they had the one where they toss it in the back. And then like I would wait. And someone would be throwing, throwing out a table and chairs or something. And crunch And it. I would wait so I could see them crunch it. Yeah. Yeah. They should. There's got to be a way. Like, you can go out to Vegas and shoot a machine gun. No, they they do have those. They're like adult men's. Uh, you can use heavy machinery. Wait, really? Yes, they do have those. So I'm assuming they put you through like a 30-minute like, OSHA. I don't even think. <laughs> they have to. Well, you sign like, a waiver. You're not, you're not working on something. I mean, you're operating heavy equipment. There's got to be a huge legal liability. I don't know if they survived the pandemic because it seems like something where you're like, okay, you technically own probably $20 million worth of heavy equipment and nobody's using it. Yeah. So, But I don't know if they survived, but it was just like, 
a flattened like dirt field with like you know tires you could flip over or holes you could dig. That sounds so fucking cool. You never had it. You never had a playground when you were a kid that had the excavator no. like toy. You'd set it, sit on it, and I've do seen the those. They're handles. awesome. Yeah. I, now I, I think I've only seen them as an adult, and I'm like, I'm not going to go in there just alone as an adult man into the little playground area to operate that because that would look weird. Yeah. But I'm jealous of those kids. Uh, the uh, good thing you had here, though, is you could actually dig holes. In Florida, the water table is, yeah. you dig two feet into the ground, you're hitting water. You're like Jed Clampett. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing makes you feel like more of a man than digging a big old hole. And chopping down trees. Yep. Yep. Without gloves on. Just no gloves. <laughs> embracing Splinter the, it up. <laughs> blisters and splinters. 200-year-old tree explodes in Portland due to heat wave. Oh, I bet that was awesome. But yeah, I guess it's uh, so hot this summer in the Pacific Northwest that trees are exploding. Something I didn't know was possible, but it actually is. You know, if the gases and liquids in the core of a tree reach a certain temperature and humidity or whatever, uh, they just go boom and the tree, <laughs> the tree fucking explodes. I guess it's way more common with oak trees for some reason. So, yeah. The one... We've we got that to look forward to. The one remaining good thing about Portland... Can't even... It's yeah. trees yeah. are exploding. <laughs> the earth is trying to send a message. It's the only good thing about the city is its abundance of trees. Yeah. Sorry, arborists. Yeah. Get ready for more exploding trees. Yeah, I, next I, thing, that owl's head's going to explode. I need the UN for their next report to figure out exactly how many trees I can expect to see explode in the next, like, 30 years once we hit uh, 1.5C. Yeah, Smokey the Bear is going to be like, nobody's at fault for exploding trees. <laughs> it's just something that happens <laughs> just when be, it gets too hot. Be aware. Be aware. <laughs> Don't stand too close Ex to trees. Exploding tree risk. Red. <laughs> oh. uh, speaking of heat... Intense fire tornado captured on video during L.A. County brush fire. And I've never seen... This is, like, captivating. I've never seen anything like this. What's odd about this specifically is that we have seen fire tornadoes before, but it's always from a horizontal angle. This is from, this is from above. A, a, a chopper. Like, yeah, this is like, it's like a portal to hell. It's, it's The flames wild. are being sucked yeah. into the thing. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I don't, is this good for the wildfire? Bad? Like, at least it's not spreading outward. I'm cheering it's, the wildfire it's, on. It's sucking the fire back into the center. Maybe it's shooting it into the maybe sky. Maybe that's good. I don't know. It's probably not. But yeah, so there was... We had a the fire NATO here in L.A. County. And then I guess over in France, they just had a fire tornado, too. Because France is, uh, they're in bad shape. One of their rivers is fucking empty. It just, it's like a bridge over dirt. It's the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. You know who's loving it temporarily? The, uh, like the archaeologists who are oh, finding yeah. all kinds of shit. All sorts of, oh, look, a Roman dinar. <laughs> yeah, there was one, uh, it happened, uh, I guess, a decade or two ago. But there's a, like, ancient river level stone where it only is revealed if it, and it says on it, like, danger. Yeah. Like, you, you, the crops are going to die. You're going, yeah. we're all going to starve. Achievement unlocked. Yeah, and that happened. I yeah. think it happened, uh, like, a decade ago as well. Uh, and we're all not dead. Cool. But I'm sure some people are. Checkmate, yeah. scientists. 11-year-old who saved up money for a lemonade stand was scammed by a man who gave him fake $100 bill and asked for exact change, police say. Can't have nothing good. I mean, this is like, this is, this is so evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's comically evil. It's so tragic that it, it passes the threshold into like, what, how much of a fucking piece of shit do you have to be? Be like, oh, I got this counterfeit $100 bill, but anywhere I take this, they're going to immediately call the fucking cops on me. What do I do? How do I convert this into real tender? Oh, is a that, child. Is that child selling. And so he walks up to this fucking kid selling lemonade for, I, I assume, like a dollar. 
and it's like, hey, uh, all I have is this $100 bill. I'm sure the kid's eyes lit up. Like, I've never actually held one of those. And the guy's like, can you make change? The kid, like, hauls out his fucking, like, piggy bank. I don't know how, I assume, I'm going to guess that this took, like, a full hour, just because that's funnier. Him, like, adding it all up, sorting it out, and the guy getting more and more impatient. The kid adds it all up, and only comes out to, like, $85. He's like, sorry, I can't. And the guy's like, that's fine. I'll pay $15 for a glass of lemonade <laughs> just so I can get that change. And, uh, yeah, the kid immediately goes and tries to spend it. And they're like, what the fuck? You are the youngest counterfeiter I've ever met. The FBI is on their way. So, so uh, somehow, he's, he's already raised, like, all the money back yeah, and well, of more course, on, like, yeah. GoFundMe. But, like, but this is we just gotta so, find this guy. Yeah, this is so fucking evil. Like, just, like, it is a crime, this is but a, just shame this person. I, my In my head canon, this guy is Christopher Lloyd's character from the Dennis the Menace movie. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just a dick. Like, yeah. that's his entire thing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, even with everything else going on, I can still find time to say that this guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, the worst person in the country this week. <laughs> wow. Oh. Disgraced Papa John's founder claims his conservative values made better pizza. Whatever the fuck that means. This was, and better I, pizza, like, who is Papa John's, where do they have the number one slot in anyone's? Uh, pizza rankings. I mean, for a while, I, I did enjoy them more than Domino's, but... Uh, it's the garlic butter. But anything tastes good dipped in garlic butter. I don't know. There was... Look, I, look, I am not going to act also, like Domino's, I didn't eat Papa John's for years. Domino's was pretty fucking horrendous for a long time. They yeah, did, but then they, they got the, the pizza the tracker and uh, makes it fun. You know? Yeah, but... Um, yeah, I guess he said this shit at CPAC, and it's like, what, what, do you, what the fuck do you mean? First of all, every business in this country that has, like, thousand or more locations is being run on conservative values you are literally doing like capitalism also so what every company that has brand name recognition in this country is running on conservative values what the fuck are you talking about you're you're actually the worst at it because your company does so poorly yeah you're actually kind of a socialist yeah uh well so this is a guy who thinks that better pizza is made by employees who are paid under a living wage yeah but this is also a guy and we, we, we've talked about this before who said that to the american people that he would have to raise the price of pizza by a quarter cents, yeah uh, to, to give all of his employees health care yeah. and everyone was like okay yeah do it i will pay an extra 25 cents or whatever per pizza if it means the guy delivering the pizza like can go to the doctor He's yeah like, Oh, well, I thought you all were going to agree with me on that. Let's just drop that topic. I'm going to say the N-word again and distract. <laughs> They'll forget about this if I just say the N-word one more time. But speaking of pizza... Yeah, final headline. Domino's tried to sell pizza to Italians. It failed. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great, uh, you know, that show that I love on History Channel where they make uh, the invention of fast food places into... Uh, extreme as extreme as like war yeah where they're just like and then john domino said this <laughs> they they go into all of this and they talk about how uh specifically like italians in new york they're like this fucking sucks yeah so they started in the midwest where no one knew what pizza tasted like yeah i mean and I was, developed it I from there. Of like i mean detroit and chicago have their own pizza styles although some would argue not exactly domino pizza. started in michigan yeah um i mean look ypsilanti Domino's is what it is. It's like, I can enjoy Domino's and enjoy the real thing from New York or Italy. I can enjoy Taco Bell or I can enjoy actual fucking Mexican food. They each have their place. But what are you doing setting up Domino's in Italy? Yeah, it's very That's stupid. Most, like, so much hubris goes into that. I would venture to say that at least a small part of it is they are trying to get people who are tourists. That, that has to be it. 
Because it's like, why the fuck would anyone? People you who have never traveled, they're like, oh, well, at least I know what Domino's tastes like. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm not going to risk this pizza place where I can't pronounce the name. It's like, what are they trying to sell? Like, Chef Boyardee in Italy. Yeah, What it's the like, fuck are you doing? It's insane. But yeah, the people, like, no one wanted to go there. Like, first of all, this is Italy. I can get pizza, like, literally anywhere for cheap. Yeah. And it's uh, good. And it's made with good ingredients. And this is, like, some... Drunk munchies over here. Yeah. And uh, maybe some of them finally understood the purpose of Domino's in that way, but yeah. not enough of them, clearly. Yeah. But it's like, that's it's not a, a place Domino's is going to thrive. With Taco Bell as well. The guy that in, came up with Taco Bell, whose name is literally like something Bell. Dave Taco? <laughs> it's, it's something like Dave Bell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but he was like, the way to get Americans to eat Mexican food is to just make it a hamburger inside yeah. of a shell that's that all it looks is. like a taco. Yeah. It's like, oh, we put hamburger tomatoes, cheese, and lettuce. That that shit doesn't come on a fucking like taco. It's like no. carne asada <laughs> and onions. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm going to put fucking cheese, lettuce. A giant dollop of sour cream. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and he's like, oh, and I had, they had to keep tuning down the, the spices. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Can I get one of these less spicy? God, we're so fucking... So picante. Literally... If the world survived another, like, 500 years, just this chapter of America, this 150 years just between the terrible stuff uh, where, that founded the country and, like, now, which is maybe the downfall. This is the downfall. It is, absolutely. It, it, it is just very funny. Like, it from is, the outsider's perspective, it has yeah, to be funny how terrible I, we are. I'm glad there's an element of comedy to it, because otherwise <laughs> it would be just extremely depressing. <laughs> Ah, some white guy in San Bernardino thinks he can do tacos better than us. Well, let's see how well his business does. <laughs> Years later, like a billion dollar yeah. thing because people can't stand real Mexican food. Too spicy. Ooh, my stomach. <laughs> I think it's food poisoning. No, you just you can't eat spicy food. Uh, Americans won't eat that. Well, what if we call it a Mexican pizza? Will yeah. they eat it then? <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Anyway, um, all of our videos this week have been about the fucking Mar-a-Lago thing. It's, it's been a real... Real hell of a week. Uh, we did talk about other stuff, though. Uh, in Tech News Day, we talked about uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, getting insulted by his company's own AI. An AI that is apparently into furries, because I, I chatted with yeah, it. Yeah, and also uh, an experiment with pigs that is probably going to cause the zombie apocalypse uh, <laughs> in just a couple years. Yeah. Almost it's, certainly. It's been a week. It's almost like... It feels like we should have uh, inadvertently like taken this week off because yeah. that's when the crazy shit happens. Knowing us, that's what, that's what would have happened. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> so it has been a week. You can watch it all right here. Thank you for being with us on this this journey to, through the downfall of America. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we'll see you. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about on Monday or Tuesday or whatever. Thank you for joining us. If you want, click the join button. Make sure you're subscribed either way. Leave a comment. Uh, yeah, try out that thank button again. If you're like, thank you for uh, keeping me from losing thank. my mind, yeah. thank. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.